Welcome to the J Train Podcast. It's J Train Jared Free coming to you live from Raleigh, North Carolina. That's right, on the road again. I'm serving funnies on the road again. Oh, man. Do not call the special uh, serving funnies, please. Serving funnies. <laughs> serving funnies with J Train. Bringing a hot steaming cup of, it's, cup of ha. It's better with, with J Train, is better. With J Train, yeah, it, that adds it's a so little clearly, bit. It's so clearly silly. People that don't know you're going to be like, who the fuck is this asshole? Well, I mean, I, people, and, and listen, for those listening at home, let me introduce my guest. I'm very excited. Hilarious comic. He's been on the show before. Sam Morell, everybody. Sam, Hello. thank you for coming on. From Baltimore. All the Two guys on the road taping Indoors. a podcast. Indoors. How do you feel? Now, listen, for those at home that don't know, you should all go follow Sam on Instagram app, Sam Morell. He's got a special, and we we're just discussing the nature of how these specials are working now. Yeah. Sam is um, a, you're like the Lewis and Clark of <laughs> YouTube specials. You've I wouldn't say that. The, I think, I think I, you know, Schultz did the YouTube thing Sh- before me. And Schultz is the guy right yeah, now for, for all YouTube, of us. For but sure, yeah. but you, you kind of, I guess you, you followed his footsteps to make sure, a path. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think, um, I mean, it wasn't like it was my choice. It, it was kind of like, you well, know, everyone, I, I, everyone I, passed. And I was like, well, I'm putting this out. You know, it, it well, wasn't explain like, that to people, because yeah. I, this isn't uh, as people know, this isn't a comedy podcast. Sure. We're, we're going to give advice. This isn't like inside baseball. And I think it's actually because this is a lifestyle advice podcast that is funny with comics. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a you are a great example of a lot, you know, that people could follow into no matter what industry they've chosen. Don't you think? Yeah, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. People are like, you know, I'll produce. I'm like, well, just be aware. Like, I've been doing them on rooftops now and recording it. And it's something goes wrong on every roof. There's always like someone every, who's like. On every roof. Now you sound like you're a producer on um, on like uh, the fear factor. You're like, I we know. can't get the lighting right when people are eating the scorpions. That's you know? what it feels like, man. I, I really, it's so much work. So, yeah, you, you I taped a special. Uh, with the plan to sell it somewhere. Uh, so when you so for people at home, you tape when you tape when basically there's two routes. There's one yeah. that's like you know if you watch a Netflix special, that person was either tapped on the shoulder by Netflix and Mr. Netflix was like, "Here's a million dollars and <laughs> we'll make a special. You can say yeah. whatever you'd like." Then there's the B route, which yeah. is well, Mr. we pitched Netflix. to everyone. We pitched to so, everyone. But, so you yeah. pitch before even taping. Yeah, yeah. We uh, well, okay. I did. I I did two shows in L.A. and two in New York, where we had those types of people come out. HBO, those people, and you know, some of them bit a little bit, and then others were like, eh, "It's not really, it, it, it's not really right for us." Whatever. So, what's their feedback? It's not. I mean, like, I have to tell people. Sam, you're a great comic. You Thanks. are pe- your people. You know there are there are comics that look up to you. You're a great writer. Like, what could they? So for a lot of people, it's like you know you're you're you know you're a good stand-up comic. So their their feedback has to be in the margins of life where it's like these <laughs> sad realities, right? It's usually like we we uh, we looked at it. It's it's not like detailed. It's not like you're not good. It's just like <laughs> it's a pass. That's all. That's it's like you know. It's but like you're not good. Isn't the correct answer you know that 
I know, but it's not like you go up to a girl in a bar and she's like, here's what's wrong with you. You know, it's just a no. It's just like not interested. That's all it is. Sure, sure. It's a a black or white answer. It's it's just, it's a pass. It's not like, Mm. it's not right for us, you know. But then, you know, I'm I'm going around again and it's kind of like, well, this last one got over 4 million views on YouTube, so it did pretty well. But then that might be the move now. It's like, if you're not on Netflix, you kind of might, think of youtube used to be a joke like i've been brought on stage recently where they're like mm. he's got he's got a new special on youtube and the audience laughs and i'm like it's not a joke it's, no, it's, no 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 you're but making, they don't get that you're making money off of it like it's a legitimate <laughs> career move right. and people are seeing it and responding to it and right. coming to shows like you know i i understand it's like you want them to be like he was on conan he was on you know leno or whatever and and he's put out this special, you know. I think like, Leno. I think Leno is less impressive than YouTube at this point. I think they're Fallon, like, what? Yeah, you're right. Is this he guy 85? Was on, this, this guy was on Tom Snyder. <laughs> What's Tom Snyder? He was like the CBS Late Show guy uh, after Letterman for a while. Oh, really? Oh, In like okay. the 90s, so, yeah. <laughs> exactly. That sounds like an uncle of mine. So I. <laughs> So you go around, they're like, not for me. And you're like, yeah. I'm putting it on YouTube. And now yeah. it's on Comedy Central's YouTube page. It has three mil, over 3 million hits. I get texts about 4. it because people 4. know 1. I know. 4.1? Yeah. I mean, that's legit. That's It's crazy. It's crazy that that's how you kind of have to do it. Is I, I was advised by other people not to just give it away like that. But I think... You know, in my mind, I'm like, well, I'll make the money back on the road. And then uh, yeah. I put it out in February and something happened this year to the road. <laughs> it's just like Until game now. over. Uh, you're going to stay. <laughs> Mr. COVID was like, we're going to take a pass on your live uh, dates. It, yeah. Mr. COVID and Mr. Netflix are in cahoots. And yeah. uh, oh. <laughs> well, no, it's it's really uh, it's a wild year. So but I mean, look, we're back on the road. We're, we're, we're trying to be safe yes. and making it work. Right. And we're trying to make it work. And I, I think. The social media world, like, you know, we're lucky to have it. You know, I do feel lucky because, you know, someone uh, messaged me today. I posted on Instagram stories and they were like, they got a message from a friend of theirs being like, I saw this guy, Jared Freed. And then the guy was like, I've been listening to his podcast for 10 years. And he's like, dude, he was hilarious. And it's like, that is like, it's like, that was kind of the goal the whole time. It's like, let's start a podcast so I can direct a consumer you know, funnies. I'm serving funnies direct to consumer. Right. You are doing that with YouTube. You've cut out the middleman. You've cut out Mr. Netflix. You've cut out Mr. HBO. You've cut out Mrs. Showtime. You know, I know, but it's so much more work this way. I would love for it's someone so to just. It's so much more work. I'm, I'm literally like I, for this new one I'm doing. I'm literally doing it on rooftops, and I'm kind of like. Uh, all right. So this roof, I'm like figuring out, I'm doing all the logistics as well. Yeah. So, so they're like, can I bring my friend? I'm like, all right. Yeah. 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 But we're like close. And I'm realizing like with these roofs, you have to, it's so weird to talk about it like this, but with these roofs, you have to over invite because especially if I'm doing a free one, because people just don't value, so, or even if they spend $15, these aren't Hamilton tickets. Sure. You know I mean? Yeah. 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 They're going to be like, Oh fuck it. I don't feel like going to a roof right now. You know, it's not like of a, course. it's so, not a guarantee. So how do you get people to come? What do you, are you just like, I would just post on Instagram and say in my stories and say, who's got a roof. And I would bring cameramen. So I'd say, if you could throw me a few hundred dollars, that'd be great. And, uh, if not, I, I'll prioritize the ones that do pay. And most of them were, were pretty generous. So so basically you're saying, can I get a roof and you pay? And then you say, you pay me to come to your roof and yeah. you invite your friends 
and you guys divvy up the the cash. Yeah. And, and and so now you're basically doing a private show for a group of people that you're now yes. going to compile as a YouTube special. I, I think that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. That's and a. I think that's a fantastic. It idea. It looks like beautiful. I, it's so illegal. It's we set <laughs> uh, we set off fireworks last night. I was like, this really? Be more illegal unless we like started bringing hookers up here. This is ridiculous. <laughs> uh, it's great, but it's oh man, it's beautiful. It's like it really. We have a drone shot of the fireworks. I was like, man, this is like a celebration of New York. Like I get so I, mad when people say New York is dead. So you know. Also, a celebration of like, hey, I've said this at a few of my shows where I'm like, this is. As as bad as this is, this is a moment. This it is, is a moment. this is something to remember. You're gonna say, "I can't believe I went to a comedy show on a rooftop for Sam Morell," and you'll be doing, you know, whatever you're doing ten years from now in comedy, and and be a big star. And someone will go, "Remember, we were there right. at a, you know, like that is kind of sweet and nice if you can forget about the two hundred thousand deaths, you know, like for five seconds." Other than that, though, unless a worse pandemic hits, and then I'm like, "Fuck, I guess, I guess I'm back on roofs. I'm just a roofer yeah. now." <laughs> just, it's so weird. <laughs> you learn how to spackle. You're like, I'm gonna just double up. I. I yeah. So I, I, I do I, comedy, I, then I move your stuff. I'm a mover, a roofer, and uh, yeah. <laughs> so I, I, we were talking before, like it is when you go like DIY, it's a lot of work. And like part of our day is social media editor for ourselves to like crazy put this shit out. And it's like, you know, you got YouTube now. Like I'm trying to push YouTube with the Bachelorette after show. Like it's weird that like my, like I do think of the comics from the eighties and I'm like, man, they must've been fucking bored. Like they, like, they had <laughs> nothing so to do. I'm also furious when they talk about how tough it was. I'm like, oh, did Paul Reiser have to send clips to an editor every day? You know? Yeah. <laughs> did, did Paul Reiser have to figure out the perfect caption? You know, to <laughs> exactly. Go, to get, and then say Lincoln bio and then go, fuck, I forgot to tag the guy who made the video. Yeah, it's a whole thing. They just and again specials. They didn't have to do 900 podcasts to promote it. They didn't have to do. I mean, I guess they had to do like morning radio, but I think morning radio, I think helped back then. Yeah, they walked in drunk. They weren't setting up the Zoom. You know, <laughs> right. they weren't. You know, Although so this is pretty cool that we're like, thank God, like this pandemic hit at a time where like, man, think about if this happened in like the 90s and there was no Zoom or like anything. Like I mean, that. we. so that's the thing. We're lucky. It's a double edged sword. You know, for, you know, as we're talking from Baltimore and Raleigh, two places that we're doing shows tonight, doubling up to get work done, to have that. So it all kind of, and and listen, it started with, fa I was telling you before, like it was Facebook at one time, me being like, click my link because I got an article out. And then it became, inst and that was like weed. And then Instagram right. was like cocaine. Right. And now I'm on TikTok and TikTok is basically heroin. Like I am <laughs> injecting TikTok into my veins. Are you on yes. TikTok? Uh, I am, yeah. I, I think I have more TikTok followers than Instagram followers. It, for, that, for, really? whatever reason, for whatever reason, I got on early. and uh, Early is good with all these things. Well, I had a comic, Alan Altman, tell me, he's like, you got to get on TikTok. That's the wave of the future. And I was like, all right. So I, I'll post clips here and there. It, it's, it frightens me. It feels like... It's like when you get like, it's like the guy who watches too many sports. It's like the guy who's like, who's like, all right, we got football, we got baseball, we got basketball. And then he like starts watching lacrosse and you're like, that's what TikTok is. It's lacrosse. <laughs> we don't need this many. You know what I mean? No, it's aggressive. You can get all of the TikTok features out of Instagram. It's just yeah. not as good. It's not that pure TikTok shit. You know, it's not good injected into your vet because I watch it. 
and my girlfriend and I will be sitting in bed together at night and we're just both scrolling up the for you page and just like you just hearing two different you know <laughs> songs that are hot right now in the background that's like, how much we're all in our own world right now it used to be like we watched like watching a tv show as an event now we're literally on our own personal screens <laughs> we don't even put headphones in it's like the overlap yeah. is it's incredible i mean it tiktok really is insane and the dance numbers i hate when people like people are like well they you work so hard in a joke and i'm like i think they worked harder on like no, they this, worked hard this thriller they synchronized you know <laughs> numbers is insane it well, there are also, it started as pictures, you know, like that's in social media, everyone like, who's going to look at pictures of your lunch? And it's like, well, we've moved past that. Now we have um, videos on, you know, now it's not a picture of your lunch. It's how to cook a three course lunch yes. by Mario Batali or whoever it is, you know, like by, you know, whatever. Not Batali. He's, he's not Batali. I think. I think he's canceled. Yeah. By Giada. Giada's teaching you on Facebook. Yes. We have risen to it. So just like the dancers on TikTok. Do you watch a lot At of first, cooking shows? I like I like the I, Food Network. Food ne Network. Food TikTok. You seem like great. a Food Network guy. I am too. Dude, I could watch Guy Fieri. I know Guy Fieri. I like Fieri. him. I like him love, a lot. Love. Love. I, I am such a fan of his <laughs> that I know his, like, how he reacts to food. I can tell if he likes it or not. He's so positive. He's so like, he's great on the road. I miss Bourdain a lot, obviously. Like who doesn't yeah. miss Bourdain? I, I was in this fucking city when Bourdain died. I remember doing the gig and just being like, going to morning radio, just like, God damn. He was like, he mm. was like our guy. Cause we travel so much. He made me feel like, like what we did was kind of cool. Cause I'd be like, all right, sure. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to find a cool city in like Royal Oak, Michigan, a, a cool restaurant in Royal Oak, Michigan. He like inspired, he like made you make the most out of it. I, I miss that, you know? Yeah. And, and even the way just he spoke to the people who ran the place. Yeah. That was comforting. You're like, oh, I can walk in here. Like I do enjoy going to a different town and being like, and kind of being more personable with strangers than I ever would be in New York. Yes. And that's a Bourdainism. Like he, you're living a double life. You're just like a sweet road guy. And then you're yeah. a real prick the second you land. Yeah. The minute I get in New York, I'm like, okay, yeah. go away. I know my place is here. This is where I'm yeah. comfortable. The, but then, the minute I'm in some, like, like I'm in Raleigh, I'm like walking into the Carolina Cafe, you know, muffin yes. shop. And I'm like, hey, how's it going, everybody? You know, I'm a different person. Yes. Yeah. You turn it on a little bit. There were some good restaurants nearby there. I think there was like a, you know, I think there's a flying biscuit near your hotel. There's a flying biscuit near Love where I am. Love a flying biscuit. People, I, I, be, everyone's a big fan. The problem with flying biscuit is uh -oh. I, here's my issue is that when you go on the road and you probably get this a lot where it's like, you gotta go here. And it's never like, get the sensible thing from flying biscuit. It's like, no, get, you gotta get the cow's bladder. And <laughs> it's like, you gotta get. You have to get the heart attack. And you're like, the yeah, heart attack. Yeah, and it's like, no, I, 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 I have to live. Like, I don't want <laughs> hypertension. Also, we got to perform. You got to treat yeah. your body a little bit. I mean, that's the other thing, man. I was hungover as hell yesterday and I've been a little better, but then like every once in a while, I, it's like nothing makes me hungover now. It, it'll be like, I had like two white claws on one of these roofs and then a, a few glasses of wine. And I was like, fuck my head. Cause I'm yeah. already sleeping like shit just from like pandemic anxiety. Sure. Yeah. I'm, 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 I, I took off of alcohol January 1st to end of middle of March pandemic hit. And I was like, these Same. days are too long. I was good. And I was good too for a while. 
I tried. For, I was really good, and now I'm back to like, what do I need this for? But I mean, listen, let's do the emails. I want everyone. Yeah, yeah. I want everyone to go follow Sam Morell on Instagram. Go follow him on YouTube, TikTok. He's everywhere. And go see him live. Sam's amazing comic. And go, you can go watch his special right now on Comedy Central's YouTube page, right? They yeah. were the one that... So, uh, so that, it's just, that's it's the stand-up.com slash Sam Morell. It's on my website. It's it's everywhere. It's uh, So if you go to Sam Morell on Instagram, it's right there. And that's the end of the story is Sam ended up, you know, the, the Comedy Central's, you, you end up putting on their YouTube page. You get 4.1 million hits. It's a huge hit and success. I have people text me that know we're friends being like, Oh man, I watched it. I, I loved it. So everyone here is going to love it's it. Wild. Everyone it's go wild. follow I mean, that's, Sam. That's the risk you take. You're like, it's weird in the business now. You're like, you either get a bribe and they put it up behind like a paywall somewhere with commercials, yeah. or or you're like, or I can get very little money and people will watch it. It's so strange. Yeah, there's a there's a lottery ticket element to it, but yes, it's it's nice to see good comics get responses. Like if Thanks, you're good, man. it will work. So Thanks, everyone man. go follow. It's called I Got This at Sam Morell. Confused about his feelings after just one date. Mm. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. And if you're listening right now, I'm in Portland, Oregon. Go to Portland, Oregon. I'm in Portland, Oregon. Last second booking. Jaredfree.com. Also Kansas City, Missouri. Jaredfree.com. Helium? Are you doing helium there? I am. They, oh, nice. It was like I just got it last week. Good club, you know? yeah. So I, yeah, I'm excited. I, two oh, great you know clubs. what you got to do? You know what you got to do in Portland, by the way? What's that? Uh, you got to get someone who has like one of those Nike or Adidas hookups because that's where like, like the, the warehouse. Discount? Yeah, but you can get, I think it's like half off and it's unreleased stuff. I, I hear it's amazing. I've always missed it. I'm so bummed, but you got to, you got to make Michelle it knows somebody with, I with bet, that hookup. I bet if you put it in an Instagram story, someone will be like, I got you. I bet you. Who's got, who's got that Nike hookup? That'll be the dude. Instagram. I mean, don't you want to get a cool? Yeah, few, I want. Cool Nike. I just bought new shoes. I like. I look at. I, like, I sat there for like an hour just staring at my feet like a loser. I was like, man, I'm cool now. Um, J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Jared saw your show in Dallas and it was hilarious. Question for you about a guy I met on Hinge. We matched, exchanged numbers, and within about a week or two, we went out for drinks and sushi. The date went really well. There were no awkward moments, and we had way more chemistry and more in common than my usual first app date. We have talked every single day since. However, it's been over two weeks with no second date. So finally, I just said, love talking to you, but I'd rather do it in person. Mm. I love that, by the way. I think yeah. that's the perfect amount of initiative. I don't think that's crazy. I don't think that's weird. I think that's the right move. When are we going out? So love talking to you, uh, but I'd rather do it in person. When are we going out again? He said he knows we had a great time and he loves talking to me, but he doesn't know what he really wants. Mm -hmm. Apparently, we matched the week he moved to our city and he didn't expect to meet someone immediately. What does this mean? Is he basically saying he can tell I want a relationship and he's really just looking to fuck his way around the city for a while? Should I be open to seeing him when he eventually wants to see me again? Thanks. What do we think, Mr. Sam Morell? Well, well, what city is this? Because that'll, that'll say if this is like Toledo, Ohio, he's really he really doesn't like you. But if this is like <laughs> Dallas, this is like it was Dallas. Oh, it's Dallas. Right. OK. Yeah. So, OK. Uh, yeah, it's Dallas. Beautiful women, man. I mean, I get it. But yeah, that's women. Well, women want to Women want to they want to a label right pretty quickly. And it sounds like she wants him to make a choice and maybe he wants to 
feel it out a little more slowly, which is understandable. And that makes her feel like she's not uh, <laughs> as special as she would want to so, feel. Well, that's the thing. It's very easy to go down the road of I'm only going out with someone who's ready to take me. I, listen, yeah, I understand how the the road of taking this personal is a road that all of us could go down. I agree with you on the city. The thing you said in the beginning is very true. Yeah, Dallas. It's not Toledo, Ohio. He came <laughs> there. There are no disrespect to Toledo, Ohio. It's just a terrible <laughs> yeah. city. That's why I use yeah. it as an example. It, this is that's the place you go to yeah, give yeah. up. Yeah, yeah. The, Dallas is the aspirational city. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dallas, New York, Atlanta, Chicago, uh, L.A., uh, Seattle. These are places that SF, you're... SF, Boston. SF, D- Boston. Yeah. So these are all... Uh, D.C., these are all places you Chicago. go... Chicago. These are all places you go where you give up family, you give up comfort, <laughs> you give up... Yes. To, to to try and make it in whatever you're doing. And that includes uh, a relationship. So, mm-hmm. again, if you met someone the first week you were there, you'd be like, I ain't taking the first apartment I'm seeing. I'm here to fucking go crazy. Be I'm Mr. Dallas. I'm going to kill my work. I'm going to kill my social stuff. Like, I could understand that he doesn't, I'm not sure. I also understand that he went on this date thinking, I'm here to fuck. And <laughs> right? Like sushi he, he, on the first date is a bold move. Sushi first date, but I'm saying like yeah. to keep it's funny that it took her being like, when are we gonna go out for him to be like about that second date? And it's because it's not that she's looking for a relationship, it's that he knows he's looking for one thing right now. Right. And he's looking for casual. And yeah. she put up a sign that said this ain't going to be as casual as you want it to be. She's might be down for a version of casual, but her version of casual might sound like a prison to him. <laughs> right? You're good. That's good. It's well said. I think, um, I think you're right. I also think like winter coming up, it, it, like Dallas has got a warm winter. New York City, that's a chilly winter. You might want to shack up with someone. You know what I mean? It depends on how bad that winter is. COVID, you can't really go to bars. It's, it's tough. It's tough to meet people, but maybe he's cleaning up on Hinge. Who knows? So this is, but I think again, he's he went from Hinge wherever he came from, which is yeah. worse than Dallas, to Hinge in Dallas, which is better than wherever he came from. True. So this guy can't believe. Like it's like a friend of mine comes to New York, and they're like, "I can't believe it never stops. I keep swiping." Like that's how a guy. A guy looks at all those people and goes, I keep getting matches. And a girl looks at it and goes, I keep getting sent dick pics. Like, you know, it's just a different perspective. And so I I would say to her, you can't take it personally because this guy, but you don't have to take it. Don't take it personally, but you don't have to take it. I loved what she did. When are we going out again? I love that he was honest. Hey, I, I enjoyed your company, but I'm just not looking for second date i'm looking for come meet me out which is probably what he was still texting her for so you don't have to take it but you don't take it personally don't say listen good for you enjoy dallas you have my number when you're ready to do a second date and maybe when he maybe when he she goes away that's when he's intrigued again Absolutely. Plays or maybe, the field a little bit. If she is that cool and they did connect, maybe, you know. Yeah, and that's not, and I know it, 
it can sound personal to her. Like, mm-hmm. well, maybe I'll find someone hotter. That's not what it's about. He's just looking to find someone else. Right. It, it, and and you and I both know that perspective where you're like, man, I, I I'm totally entrenched with this person. You're like. But wouldn't it be nice? You know, like, it's sure. like, so that's a very male thing where we don't fear consequence. We don't fear, you know, getting, you know, killed by our partners. We don't fear getting, oh, you know, great. attacked. You know, yeah. like, that's all built in that. Yeah, if a man gets killed by his partner, he, he fucked up. You know, like she did it. She there's something like a Jody Arias situation. I don't know what the hell. I mean, so it's got to be something like it's bad luck or like he was horrible. The J Train podcast is brought to you by Talkspace. It's not easy to prioritize yourself when there's a lot on your plate, but investing in your mental health has long-term benefits. And with Talkspace, it can actually be affordable. I love this sponsor, Talkspace, Talkspace, Talkspace. I love what they're doing. They're making it easy and accessible for you to get professional help with a licensed therapist. That is amazing. And right now, I know a lot of people are going through it. I'm feeling it more anxious than I ever have in my entire life, and you know, talking to someone might be the answer for you. And with all these things, when it comes to finding professionals, that's the thing that stops me. What stops me is accessibility, is who am I going to? Is it the right person? Is it the, am I going to the right place? Am I going through the right channels? I don't wanna leave the house. I don't wanna go out today. Oh, I'll push it off to next week. But Talkspace is online therapy that's here to give everyone support because we all need it right now. They'll match you with a licensed therapist who you'll be able to reach out to 24-7. That's right. Whenever something is on your mind, you'll hear back five days a week. And there are other benefits to online therapy. It's affordable. Talkspace is a fraction of the cost of in-person therapy. One month on Talkspace costs about the same as a single in-person appointment. I think this is great. I think that, you know, so many of our sponsors were talking about cutting out the middleman. We're kind of doing that here. You're cutting out the office space because you can speak to someone over the computer or over the, you know, this is through Talkspace's website. So this is really an opportunity for anyone that has put these things off. And I'm one of those people. And once you're in their network, you'll have access to thousands of therapists. They have experience treating a range of issues, depression, anxiety, substance abuse, relationships, food, and more. Bottom line is we all need someone to talk to, and Talkspace wants to give us the license support we deserve at a price we can afford. Just for you, my listeners, get $100, 100 $100 off your first month with code JTRAIN. To match with your perfect therapist, go to Talkspace.com or Download the app and use code JTRAIN, JTRAIN, JTRAIN to get $100 off your first month. That's JTRAIN and Talkspace.com. JTRAIN podcast at gmail.com. JTRAIN podcast at gmail.com. Here with Sam Morell. At Sam Morell on Instagram, Twitter. Go, go, go. And TikTok. We're pushing TikTok now, baby. <laughs> the heroine of social trying, media. I'm trying to bulk up my uh, my... Eight, my 18 year old uh, Norwegian fan base. Let's fucking do this. I'm trying. I'm trying to play Tokyo next year. I, I would do anything overseas. to play Tokyo. That'd be They're great. Better social distancers than we are. You, me, and uh, List. We'll do. We'll do our. Uh, we'll do, do our, our the tour. baseball tour. Yeah. Uh, she coming or not? She won't tell. A dude email. <laughs> Julius uh, no. Caesar of the Charcuterie Empire. Hello. What's cracking, Jared? Okay. I'm a listener from Bangladesh. Let's go international, Sammy. You mm. ready? Literally that's far, halfway that's far across. Too. 
It's like a 17 hour flight, isn't it? That's like a, that's this a, is what he said, literally halfway across the world. Mm. And I absolutely love the podcast. Have so since <laughs> 2016. Much wow. love. Listen, I'm reading this purely because it's from Bangladesh. I'm not going to lie to you. I love it's, it. I'm in my second relationship of two years and have only had sex with the girl I'm with now. We both work and stay with our parents, a cultural thing in predominantly Muslim society, and so our sex averages out to multiple rounds once a week. Jesus. <laughs> the way he describes this is like like an 18-year-old. It, it feels very young. Yeah. Multiple rounds once a week. Yeah. <laughs> we love each other a lot, and the sex is amazing for me. Here's the thing. I wonder whether it's as great for her too. My intuition finds myself questioning if her loud cries of ecstasy are genuine or not. I've tried to tell, I've tried getting her to tell me what she likes in bed, but she replies every time with generic, everything you do makes me come. Uh, we can huh. be assured that it is not true. Based I got to move to Bangladesh. These women right. sound awesome. <laughs> Recently, she mentioned women's G-spot being deep inside pussy town and that women can only orgasm 30 to 40% of the time vaginally. Now she's a tall girl and I have an average five-inch probe to enter. Okay, this guy is getting very... Uh -huh. I know he's trying to be funny. I've read enough to know that the G-spot land is thought to be a few inches in on the ceiling, and the rate of women orgasm vaginally varies person to person. So her claims actually a person. So are her claims actually a personal anecdote? The thought of leaving her unsatisfied has left me le a little insecure because I'm so mm -hmm. much in love and would hate to lose her. How do I get her to open up about things she likes or would like to explore in bed? I feel she doesn't open up maybe out of fear of, of my feelings getting hurt, being told that I'm naturally not good at it and need direction or that my probe he keeps calling his penis a probe which is strange I mean, that's number one that is making me not <laughs> number one rule for making a girl put cum is not calling your yeah. penis a probe that my probe isn't big enough to dive into her g-spot land if you remember i don't have much experience exploring other towns with my probe the, okay stop stop <laughs> and maybe data points from experience are limited about my what's that maybe he needs like a running start or something for his <laughs> probe <laughs> what should I do? Am I overthinking that? Would really appreciate a response. Always much love, Jared. What do you? So what do you think? I think he seems like a pretty good guy to be this, you know, thoughtful. Yeah. It's like a mix of insecurity, but also, you know, he, he clearly cares about her and wants it to be good for her. I've definitely, you know, had that feeling where I'm like, maybe they're not enjoying it enough. So sure. I'll, I'll, I'll ask. I'll be like, am I doing something? Could I do something to be better for you? I mean, yeah, it's your partner. Yeah. Ask, ask, uh, Ask, ask what she wants. Why not? It's not, there's yeah. no shame in it. And you really, I think the, the bad road to go on is to not believe her. Yeah. You know, I think being concerned about concern about your partner coming is enough, you know, yeah. like, like just the idea of him asking, like what you just said is completely right. He seems like a nice guy. He wrote an email that he was trying to be funny. He used the word probe too many times. Too much. What can you do? Listen, we all we all write to edit. But <laughs> so I would say, though, his concern is really all he can do. Mm -hmm. But when he asks her about it, if she says, I'm enjoying, that's it. You can't tell someone how to feel. You can't tell someone to be more open with you. At a certain point, it would get annoying. If he's worried about you know, chasing her away, your insecurity about this could drive her away more than your non-ability to make 
her your ability inability right. to make her come right just kind of confidently be like why can't i make you come just say it like that well, <laughs> well <laughs> no, just, <laughs> just be like yo why don't why don't your pussy work or something like that uh, you know what he should say i think women like when they say uh, when guys say uh, like hey what what can I do better for you? And then whatever she says, he should go gross. That's yeah. that would be- <laughs> it's always a good good <laughs> idea. Yeah, I think saying what can I do better for you, and yeah. and just like and then also these conversations are generally easier in the moment. They're not oh. as easy when it's during the post game show. So Ooh. you know when you know when. It, 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 we would all enjoy. I think Jimmy Dunn has a great joke about doing a press conference after sex, where it's like he's like he's Coach Belichick. He's a Boston comic. He's got a good joke about that. And I always think about that. And I was like, man, that would be great if we could have your partner get up at the podium and go. <laughs> I wish you would have done this. I wish they would have done that. Like that would be actually a solution to a lot of our problems in the communication world. But communication is a lot tougher than that. So you have to, I think it's easier when you're in each other's clutches and you go, do you like that during, is there something I'm missing here? If, 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 it sounds especially like, she's not like giving him anything though. It sounds like she's just saying like, no, it's all great. But if that's the case, Again, also, it's all I, I. That's a good point that's because tough. I, I. That's tough because I wouldn't trade. I don't trust a wait staff. If my waiter says everything on the menu is great, then nothing right. is great. Right, that's true. So that's something to like keep. So maybe that's something to say to her, like when you do ask for feedback. Hey, then tell me what you do like. Give me the exact, like, kind of describe it to me. And then maybe you describe what you like that she does. Say, hey, I really love it when you do these. I, I love it when you do this. I, so can you give me some feedback so that I know what to maybe do more of based on that? Yeah. Muslim women are, are probably culturally not as used to being like, this is what I need in bed. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I mean, this guy sounds pretty progressive considering the culture yeah. sexually. Yeah. So like, True. you know, so I, I this think is, this is way better than your emails from Saudi Arabia. <laughs> Those things change from there. So I, I think yeah. for this guy, he's already doing a good job by even being worried about it. Cause there's a lot of guys that wouldn't care. True. So, hey, just want to talk it out. And maybe while you're in the the mode of like during the pre foreplay, during foreplay, hey, what would you like me to do? Is there anything that really gets you off? The, yeah. These are the when foreplay is happening, that's two consenting adults who are in the bubble of sexy. So it's easier to talk about those things. I think you always got to just. I think you should always go down before if, if you know, you, I think that's just a, a no brainer. You got to preheat the I, oven You got to go bit. down on her. Right? If you're yeah. not going, I mean, that's the other thing. He talked a lot about his probe, so he might not be going, you got to go down on her. That yeah. is like, that is like the, you know, as far as like, I, I'm going down first just so I'm like, I know that that has been taking, I've checked it off the list as, oh, yeah. as unsexy as that sounds. I think a lot of guys are doing that. Just like, let me go down. Let me get this done. Then we can have our fun. You, you run over to the corner and hit a little checkbox. You're just like, oh, <laughs> let me get my chalkboard. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it's important. And also I think it just for them, 
and I'm not, I'm no expert on this, but I think it's, uh, I think it definitely enhances the sex. It makes everything a little better. You give yourself a little, a little boost, you know? Yeah, absolutely. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com here with Sam Morell at Sam Morell on Instagram. Go follow, go follow the special. It is on YouTube. You can literally stop this podcast and play it Right now, it's called I Got This, taped at the Comedy Cellar. It's a fantastic special. You're all going to love it. I love these ones. What went wrong in this situation? You ready? Yeah. Jared, new fan, been listening for a few months, need a little insight. I recently relocated to a different part of the country. I don't know many people here, but a friend of mine from my home state also lives here, and we reconnected. We talked nearly every day. It was nice. We were both in the same spot, recently single, so we bonded over that. We had a few serious conversations about where we were emotionally, and both of us agreed we weren't looking for a relationship with anybody. Last month we hooked up, and I walked into his, this completely. And I last month we hooked up, and I walked into this completely aware that this was just two friends hooking up. I never expected or wanted anything to change from this. The next morning he was driving me home, and he reiterated that he wasn't looking for a relationship. I was a bit put off because I had never said anything that I, at any point that I was. I replied that I felt the same way, knowing that I wasn't in a place to commit. That should have made him feel better, in my opinion, me reaffirming that I just wanted to be friends. Instead, the rest of the drive felt noticeably tense. In the following weeks, he barely spoke to me, then not at all since October. It's October now. We got this a day ago. Okay, mm -hmm. so since the beginning of October. I don't understand why it feels like I'm being ignored. If two consenting adults agree to sleep together and explicitly state multiple times neither want to date one another uh, and are being fi fine being just friends, not even discussing a con continuation of sleeping together or being friends with benefits, why the silence? I feels like he doesn't want anything to do with me, even as a friend, and I'm bewildered mm -hmm. over it. How do I breach a subject with him because I have to confess? I'm a little mad, LOL. At the very least, I assume we were cool and still friends. Sorry for the wall of text, but what gives? So what do we think? Yeah, it's always tough when you hook up with a friend. Uh, were they drunk? Did she say they were drunk? No, it seems like it was, uh, you know, they reconnected. They became friends. And they have this hookup. And uh, last month we hooked up. And I walked into this completely aware that two friends hooked up. I, it seems like it was done pretty willingly by both parties. Oh, you know, absolutely willingly con considering the email. Um, but also, like... You know, without, you know, soberly. Yeah. So what do you, th what do you think about this situation? Why would he do that? Why maybe, would he back away? Like maybe this? he just connected with her again because he wanted to hook up with her. And I, I mean, I, I don't mean to be so blunt sure. here, but uh, I mean, on, on top of that, hooking up with friends always makes it weird. Maybe, maybe he feels some shame or discomfort. Maybe he expected her to like him and he feels rejected. I, I think there's a lot of of uh, possibilities, you know? Yeah, I I think I think this relates to just how men get ahead of themselves. Mm -hmm. uh, this is a female writing in. It, she's writing in about a man. I think um, I've been guilty of this. I'll be, uh, I mean, from my point of view, I would assume, I if it's a friend, I think a lot of guys are assuming that uh, females want to get into relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, and want to be in, and what, and listen, this isn't her that's saying that, but I'm saying generally, and I think all, a lot of guys have been put in this position where it's, and not to say that they were wrongly put into the position. I'm saying, 
I've been put in the position where, but we're friends and we hooked up. So why wouldn't we be together? Right. You, you have, have you ever gotten that before? So yeah, I've, I've definitely hooked. I've, I've had it happen both ways where I kind of thought there was maybe something, but I've also had it where, you know, I thought it was pretty understood that we were just, you know, pals and we were, we, we were attracted to one another, but I, mm. I don't think there's, it's, I think it's, I mean, look, what's the most famous maybe rom-com ever? It's when Harry met Sally, right? And it's that sure. eternal question of, can a man and a woman actually have a plutonic friendship? And the end of the movie is them getting together. So, yeah, it, I mean, I don't agree that that's true. I'm not fucking Mike Pence up here. But at the same time, I, I do think that, you know, it, it, it makes it pretty damn hard if there is an attraction either way. And especially if you're both attracted but don't want to be together, it's kind of like it's kind of like you went to like a friend's house and he was like, check mm. out this room. And it's got like a swimming pool and you're like, Oh my God. And then you go in, you're like, that was in insane. And then you go to his house again. And he's like, we can't go in that room ever again. And you're yeah. like, damn, that was an exciting room. <laughs> sure. And, and again, to go back to like Harry met Sally, like, isn't that what is no, it's Woody Allen. The relationships no, no, Billy, are like uh, sharks. Billy uh, crystal. Rob no, Reiner wrote it. But uh, oh, Woody Allen, Annie Hall, Annie Hall. I'm thinking Annie Hall. Yeah, yeah. Woody, relationships like sharks, they either keep going forward or they die. So right. that, like in both mm. of the in that line and in Harry Met Sally, there, there's a relationship to this email because, yeah. you know, it's like, where do we go from here? Do mm. we and, and we also don't know. She hasn't really written what his situation is romantically. Right. Two adults hanging out for a couple months and you mm -hmm. don't know any of his other relationships. Is he holding those back from you? Is he at another level with someone else and he hangs out with you in between that relationship and now he's backing away from you because he doesn't want to get in a situation where he ruins the other We don't know. I'm saying there's, there's options here. He either has other women that he's dealing with or he is afraid that he ruined the friendship and he's saying, mm -hmm. I'm going to give this space so I can go back to the friendship. What do you think she should do right now in this situation? He's not responding, right? Um, I thought she said he was not really responsive. Maybe she just meant he 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 felt like icy. I, I don't. It's, it feels icy. Okay. Um, okay. So I, she I would, says, "Why the silence? It feels like he doesn't want anything to do with me, even as a friend." I would. I. I mean, look. I don't know exactly what the move is, but I would probably say. Uh, Look, I, I value your friendship and I, I had really a good time when we hooked up, but uh, I don't want that to ruin, uh, you know, us, us yeah. being friends. I would say, I, I would say something I'm, that, that direct. I'm with you. I think I, I the word direct is what I was going to say, yeah. and I agree with you completely. You got to be direct. Friends are direct with each other. Yeah. Romantic situations are indirect, and that's what makes it more romantic and sexy. You want to be friends, and you enjoyed the hookup. Both can be true. But I think with a friend, you would say, I would text him and be like, hey, you're being a dick right now. Yeah. You're being a dick. Yeah. You and I had a moment. I'm cool with that moment. If you're assuming I want a relationship based on your ego, that's your problem. Ooh, but yeah. I'm losing a friend right now and I don't want to lose that friendship and I'm willing to make this work. If we want to not hook up again, I'm cool with that. But let's be adults about this. And I think the line, let's be adults about this, is the one you need to write in however you write that text because he's being a child right now.
You're right. I think you're right. Uh, it is also, I will add, difficult when you're friends and you have hooked up and because you kind of just have to say we're not hooking up again you know sure. for sure you can't mm -hmm. you can't have that like possibility lingering because it changes the dynamic of every hang i remember i hooked up with a roommate once and yeah it was one of the things where i'm like so how do we do this <laughs> like you go to your room <laughs> i go to mine we walk around the common area like do, do, do we have to drink for it to happen again i kind of don't sure. know so there's that lingering and we were cool she was a cool person i mean but that that possibility can make the friendship I think also, always, you, uh, I think usually in the woman's favor because women control the sex. Yeah, well, also, um, it was both that we were, she said in her email, it was nice and we were both in the same spot, recently single, so we bonded over that. You bonded, so now it's like, can we even trade stories about being yeah. single? Am I single still? Listen, he's handling an uncomfortable situation in the worst way possible. Yeah. Like you going to your roommate being like, I don't know. Do we do, do when does it, you discussing it with your roommate is already more adult than this guy handled it. So I think this emailer needs to bring this guy to adult world because he's <laughs> sitting in child world. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like that classic child world where like sex is weird. And it's kind of like, you yeah. just got to get over that. Absolutely. The J Train Podcast is brought to you by Movement Watches. People, listen, I am a movement fan. I'm a fan of how they got together. I, I love the story of this company. Two college buddies looking for a way to disrupt the watch industry. Watches uh, were just crazy expensive, and, or they're just cheap and they wanted a good watch that looked nice it didn't look gaudy sometimes with watches is big monstrosity on your wrist no they wanted a professional clean looking watch and these guys went out and made it happen and they sent me the pacific mist watch it's designed with a hundred meter water rating a rotating bezel and surgical grade 316 l stainless steel for optimal performance, featuring brushed gun metal blue and gray dial accents. It's a sexy watch, baby. Yeah, it looks good. And it doesn't look like, I, I think the thing I love about the movement watches is that they don't look like I needed you to see my watch. It, it, they're, they're clean. They're they're subtle. They're, they're sexy, as this says in the ad. It's an incredible, and, and again, two college dropouts. They went from one of the biggest, uh, they went, from one of the biggest crowd funds ever to being acquired for over $100 million. I mean, like these are entrepreneurial people that put together a company because it's something we all need. Also, it's gift giving season. If you're looking for a gift for someone you love, what an amazing gift at the right price. Movement has watches and all the different accessories. And I'm, you know, the other thing I'm getting is the blue light glasses. I'm in. I look at a computer. I look at a screen all day long. Why don't I look like you know, a cool dude while I do it, while holding, you know, saving my eyes, right? And the movement watches start at $95. You're looking at paying 400 for the same quality from a traditional brand. So get 15% off today. That's 15, 15% off with free shipping and free returns by going to mvmt.com slash jtrain. mvmt.com slash jtrain. mvmt 
dot com slash J Train Movements launching new styles on their site all the time. Check out their latest at MVMT.com. Go to MVMT.com slash J Train and join the movement. Okay, Sam, let's do one more. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Now I sent this to you before. It's got screenshots. Mm-hmm. Uh, these are always we finish the show with some screenshot emails we love uh, we love to drink the tea quote unquote (laughs) so are you ready yeah let's do it am i being rejected or just not shooting my shot clearly enough or Mm. neither lol this is a good i like this title yeah hola board lord thank you for being my quarantine buddy all these months feels good to have a familiar friendly voice in my ears amongst all this chaos Question for you is this. A couple years back, I used to work with this guy, and we were friendly, always professional. We had the same role, so we'd strategize from time to time. No biggie. He was married at the time, and it never really crossed my mind to shoot my shot. I was being good for once, LOL. Mm. Okay, good. I like I like her attitude already. She's like, what for once in my life, not letting it out there. Uh, so fast forward to present day. I found out he's now divorcing his wife and I saw him on Hinge. Score. We got drinks about a month ago and had fun, etc. No hanky-panky. He paid. But we haven't hung out again. He hit me up once, but I couldn't go uh, that day. And I have since asked him to drinks twice and he couldn't go. Is there a world where he doesn't know I want to date him? Should I consider what I've already done shooting my shot, quote unquote, and move on? Or should I be more explicit? I would like to see if there could be something more than friends between us. I am okay with being vulnerable, but maybe I'm already being rejected and not accepting it, LOL. Thoughts on making a proper move that lets him know I no longer want to live in friend slash business connection land, or am I doomed to be in coworker land forever? Thank you, Master Uh of Giggle. Okay, I made that one up. Love you. Well, I love this email. Um, so she wants to date this guy. Well, that's the thing. He's yeah. divorcing. Divorcing yeah. is the major word. Um, his wife. He's on Hinge. She sees him on there. They So they did go out. We got drinks about a month ago. Had fun. No mm-hmm. hanky-panky. So I'm assuming that means they just had fun as old what is, coworkers. What is hanky-panky? Is that just banging is that what she means see to me i'm assuming there's two ways to assume that did Mm -hmm. they make out at the end was it did it but then the i thought hanky pank no hanky panky meant no sex but then the more her email went it was um you know he hit me up once again couldn't go that day i've since asked him to drinks twice he couldn't go and she says she wants to get out of coworker land so i'm Mm -hmm. now i'm assuming when she says i want i don't want to be friend coworker land i want to be you know in the you know taken seriously as a date land yeah to me that means they didn't kiss at all there was no nothing it was just two people catching up maybe but she did maybe he's got cold feet i mean sometimes people get out of something serious and you know like i've been out of something serious and people were like let's meet up and i'm like i can't i'm not ready to meet i can talk and i'll be ready to meet when i'm ready to meet but like i've, I've been that dude sure so, so i think sometimes you're like I want the idea of moving on, but then you go out in the day and you're like, what the fuck am I doing? You know? Yeah. Well, I, I think also that's a big, like there's all there, there's sometimes the person in this land where they don't want to lose the option, but they don't want to take the option yet. Yes. 
And it sounds, let's go to, she sent screenshots of the text. So let's read their conversation and see where this, what this vibe feels like. You can be her, I'll be her, you be him. Okay. okay. All right. So from she sent him an order. She was very organized. She's obviously very good at her job. So uh, she did a great job. Do you you have All the text in front of you? I got it. Let's do it. We're starting on September 20th, 914 a.m. Uh-huh. You seeing that? Uh-huh. I'm her. <laughs> Ola. I love she loves the Ola. We've learned that from her email. Ola was thinking of checking out a winery or two today in Apple Hill if you're around later. Ooh, you should go to Bog- Booger and Lava Cap. I'm watching the Niners game at a friend's house. And then so he she said that at nine at nine fourteen AM, it seemingly he got back right away. Then she sent a picture of some sort. Mm-hmm. We don't know. It's just oh, it's oh. She sent his picture later that day from the winery that she went to. Right. And then he, she wrote, "Dude, so pretty. Love that." And this is the next day, right? So, so love that patio. So no, when- hold on. She sent. So let's go back. Sorry to inter- sorry to interrupt and sorry to confuse the listeners. So 9.14 a.m. is Ola. I'm thinking Uh, of going to a winery. Then he gets back right away. He's watching the Niners game. Sunday at 3.25 p.m. So that day she goes to the winery, sends a picture. Dude, so pretty. Next morning, Monday, 8.39 p.m. So that night. The next night. So yeah. he saw a picture of the patio and the winery, and he, and she said, dude, so pretty. He doesn't get back to the next night. And then he says what? Love that patio. So glad you got to sip some wine out in the sunshine. Camino has a few good wineries, but there are lots more within the 5 to 10 mile range that are awesome. Let's try again sometime. And he does the little emojis with wine and a woman dancing. Yeah, that is... Again, this right now, we haven't gone further in the conversation, but right now I'm convinced of the wants you as an option, but doesn't want to take the option zone. Yes, I I agree. Like he knows you're being fun and looking to have fun with him. He actively, he got back to you right away that morning to tell you about the Niners game. And then when you send him a picture, he waited until Monday night to get back yeah. or didn't think of it enough. So then she writes back yeah. Tuesday morning. She didn't want to be too she didn't want to be too uh, much. She wrote back Tuesday morning at 8:12 a.m. Oh my god, yes, sounds amazing. Would love to try new more new places. Champagne emoji, wine emoji. Hmm. And then that was Tuesday. Now Sunday evening. Yeah. She writes, next weekend for wine tasting adventure. Let's go. <laughs> and then it's yeah. a picture or a gif or something. And then I uh, I write back, enough time. It's from that's old the, school. Well, that's the old school. I think it's a gif. I don't know if there's enough time. Oh, I don't know if there's enough time. Got it. Yeah, I don't know if there's enough time. Right, Bed Bath & Beyond. Got it. Yes. L- uh, LOL, that is an excellent gif. I'm moving into a new place on Saturday. So, oh, you know what? It actually, maybe he's got a lot going on. I mean, he is he's going got through. A, yeah. I mean, moving is a lot. Divorce mm-hmm. is a lot. I mean, maybe maybe this is not as bad as I initially thought, actually. 
No, I think this is, listen, the, with the option that you choose not to take, there are reasons you're not choosing to take it. There, and there's a bunch mm-hmm. of them. Some of them aren't that bad a reason. Hey, I'm getting divorced and I'm moving. My life is in shambles. I just lost half my money. Um, I'm going to hold on to any woman who will even talk to me when I have half as much money, but I'm also not going to go out with them while I have all this shit going on. (laughs) It's like going to Costco after a divorce. You're just just loading up on shit that you may not (laughs) use, but you're like, at some point I might. I'm so, going to have to fuck at some point. <laughs> Let's get a she, giant thing of Hellman, some animal crackers. <laughs> Let's figure it out. So she sends the emo- another emoji from yeah. the, I think it's from the show Superstore on NBC mm-hmm. that didn't really make it. Um, I, that, think that was, I think that was like four seasons, dude. That, that really? Show made it. Oh, I'll, I'll check. I think it was a big show. Season six, Jared. Jesus. Dude, that shows how siloed off we are as an entertainment society seasons on on network that show made it i mean made it and made a lot of uh ferrara what's her name she's the ferrara she was the lead wasn't she yeah she's doing all right she's making huge dough so then she sent that gift from the um from the super successful (laughs) show (laughs) um she writes that's exciting up in Plackerville? Yeah. Yes, I'll be working remote for the rest of 2020. Then maybe commuting two to three days a week to the SAC office once things are normal. So, yeah, lots of trips this week, weekends in Costco, furniture stores, etc. Then she writes back on Monday at 10 a.m. Oh, nice. Exciting times. New season, new place. Cheers to that. So... Mm-hmm. Do you oh, he's think got, he's got red on? Too. He's got the red uh, red receipts on. Oh wow! Oh yeah, he does. Or or she does. Um, no, he does. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. So what do you think? Is she not explicit enough? Does she need to be more explicit with "I want to fuck you"? Like, or is she in friend zone? What do you think about the situation? What should she do? I think she's intrigued by his lack of availability. You know, she was. Mm. She was clearly intrigued. There's like, oh, this guy's divorced now. I guess maybe she didn't realize that she maybe had a thing for him when he was in the in the relationship. Mm-hmm. But like, he's okay. He's available. He wasn't available. You know, that's that's something. Then now she's kind of pining after him, and he's not really giving her much. And it, it seems like she's into the chase a little bit. You know? Yeah, I would say I get why she's into it. She's like, yeah. here's a guy who will commit. He's been he's getting divorced. Mm. Um, Maybe there's a guy want it right now, though. That's well, that's the other thing. She can't be too. She has to be available, but not pursuant, because at this point he knows you have made yourself. You're like, I can go to wineries Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, you know, like <laughs> and I, I'm joking, but I know that at this point, I I think you know, you can say to him, hey, I think there's a text that could be sent that it's like, hey, um, I really had fun getting drinks with you. I would love to do that again. But I know you're going through like such a wild time right now. You have my number. It's it, it works whenever you're ready to use it. And I almost I almost don't like giving him that much of a leash. I, I like I, I don't think she should be like not aggressive, but like to give someone that much like come in whenever you want. That's almost like too available and mm-hmm. almost to me unattractive when someone's like 
I'll be there whenever you're ready. I'm but almost don't like, you, ooh, but, boner it, killer, you know? <laughs> of course. But isn't there an element of like, he's divorcing his wife? Like, I know that this is a, the timing thing is much often a, an excuse. Sure. But in this scenario where it's like, it does feel like he's like, maybe even saying nothing. He just better. got the shit kicked out of them. He's not about to step into the ring again immediately. No. And give, him, so, give him a few months. But don't you know? but that but if she's wondering why is he still continuing this? Why is he kind of semi-agreeing to wineries? Why is he giving me excuses? It's like, yeah, he's he's buying time. Yeah. Yeah. Right? He's he's I think he's kind of like, yeah, yeah, I'd I'd like to do that, but <laughs> I just had my life fucking ruined. So could yeah. you give it a minute? I mean, like, I, I can't imagine. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm also the type after like a breakup when I'm in hard with the person. I can't, like, I, I want to move on, but you can't, if you gave it your all mm. your relationship, you're fucking, you're depleted. You're, you yeah. have nothing to give in that moment. So I, I always laugh. Like I was just making a, I was just, joke with my buddy Ron on uh, Hirschberg the other day about like how when women put in their dating profiles, like no drama. And we were like, that means no love. Like you, you're, if you want no drama, you're not, you're not giving, no drama is a one night stand. That's no drama. Yeah. You know yeah, I mean? yeah. yeah. But then she was like, it's like no drama, no hookups. So it's like, well, that's not it. That's not what you're, so if you're in a relationship and you're really committing, you need a minute, man. It's like running a marathon. You don't just yeah. jump you don't run again. I gave the boxing one. I'm doing another sports one just so people are really clear. <laughs> the The audience is is very female too, so the, the yeah, <laughs> it's gonna listen. If you're in a Sex in the City group and it doesn't go well, you know, no, but I you're not I just do, gonna jump into girls, okay? Yeah. That's not. <laughs> so I I agree with you for his sensibilities right now. Right now, yeah. he's he's definitely in a place. And you can feel it from his text. You can feel yeah. it from, he could have just not answered or he could have just said, hey, I'm not interested. Right. He hasn't done those things. I think for her though, she asks, um, or should I be more explicit? I would like to see if there could be something more than friends. I think saying, hey, I'd like to get a drink with you, but I'm going to stop trying now is maybe the best way to mm. just be like, hey, I'm here for business. I'm here to talk. I'm here to talk us doing drinks and maybe yeah. some more. So like, hey, there I'm going to back off now, but I'm trying to like hang with you. I'm I'm sure it's pretty I clear. like that better. Yeah, I I think you know what? Uh I'd like to see you. Seems like you're a little busy right now. Maybe we'll try it another time. And and say maybe. The door might not be open. You need to know yeah. that. Maybe maybe our lives are in a place where that would work. And you yeah. include yourself because maybe your life changed. Maybe you find someone else. But I don't think this is because he doesn't know what you want or doesn't think you're fun. I think this is a matter of like you're coming at him. It's like someone trying to tell you a story while you're thinking about something else. Like it's it's not maybe the best time. And I think. Yeah. His life him, went a, a different direction than he thought it was going to go. He thought he was going to be married, probably yes. to someone for the rest of his life. He's moving into a new apartment. He's probably having trouble sleeping, you know? Uh, I mean, it's not, <laughs> it's not a good time for someone. Oh, you're not going to come to the fucking vineyard? You know, it's yeah, kind of like, it, you got to chill she doesn't a little seem, bit. She doesn't no, seem she's like she's pushy. mad. She's no, no, not no, no. pushy. She's not mad. I don't think she's wrong, but I agree with you. It's, it's, yeah. 
it's not this is not the time to be like so when's my date and he's like well <laughs> after my divorce court hearing like i don't know <laughs> yeah i just lost half my shit or whatever yeah i don't know but Jay train uh, well uh, do you have more i'm sorry no no i think yeah just be just i would move on as if this isn't gonna work and then maybe he'll he'll text you at some point but i, I would not hang my hopes on this guy right there, now. there is such a thing as a note on your way out the door Mm. And probably similar to the one this guy got when his wife left him. But it's the, the note, the note that says, "I'm I've been trying to make this happen. I totally understand life is hitting you hard right now. Yeah, but you have my number. Hopefully, when things are better for you, they will be better for me. But I can't make any promises. But." The doors, the, the you, you know where to find me. I think yeah. there that is there's a subtle way to present it where it's like, hey, I've been trying to I've been trying to have dimly lit dates with you. As and long as you don't, I think you're right. As long as she doesn't make herself like too available, because nothing, totally. nothing's worse than be like, I'll be there when you're ready, and you're just like, ugh. No, no, no. You, hopefully, we can work it out. Yeah. Hopefully, we're both in a place where, but if not, that's okay too. Right. J train podcast at gmail.com J train podcast at gmail.com Sam Morrell, thank you for coming on. Thanks for having me, man. This is fun, fun road to road uh, convo. This is perfect. Uh, always a blast. Everyone go follow Sam at Sam Morrell on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. He has got a special. It's on YouTube. I got this. It's blowing. It's already blown up. You got to go watch it. You'll love it. You'll enjoy it. I promise you. You got J Train stamp of approval. I'm Jared Freed. We're here every Monday and Thursday, Portland, Oregon, Kansas City, Missouri. Go hit up the Patreon, patreon.com slash Jared Freed. We'll be back next episode. Boom.